The Coonhound Collective Podcast is brought to you by CZ Welding and Custom Dog Boxes. Dog boxes built by hunters for hunters. Check these guys out today. This is your host, Jason Snurgrove, and I will be your guide as we journey down the road to pleasure hunt or hitting the long trail to those great cop hunts. This is the Coonhound Collective Hey guys, this is Jason at the Coonhound Collective Podcast. I jumped in here real quick to tell you about a raffle that we have going on. We have joined up with our partner, CZ Welding and Custom Dog Boxes, to raffle off a 24 by 20 by 38 single door top storage dog box. Nathan built a really great quality product. You can go over to the Coonhound Collective Facebook page and see pictures of this dog box. There's also ways that you can pay to get in on this raffle. There's 53 spots at $25 a spot. Now, some of those spots have already been taken up, so don't waste time. Get over there and get your spot reserved. Now, all this money that we're raising for this dog box is going to Superior Kennel Club. That's who the monies are going through. It's Superior Kennel Club, and it's going for their Youth World hunt they're having in December in Alabama. This money is going to allow Superior Kennel Club to pay more spots first and second place. So go over right now, get you a spot reserved, help promote the future of our sport, the youth. Go over and get your spot today. Thank you. Welcome to the Coonhound Collective Podcast today. Today is going to be a take two. Uh, I have Braxton Wheels with me, and me and Braxton actually sat down and recorded this podcast uh it's probably a couple of months ago now huh braxton shit probably three or four months ago pretty close to it yeah back in like before beginning of the summer yeah yeah and we had uh some or I, I was still learning my equipment and had some technical difficulties with my sd card and thought it was recording and got home and there was nothing on the card so we're, we're gonna go at this again and and which which is good you you've made some rounds uh on some different hunts now and uh so we got a little more to talk about than what we did but uh let, let's first start off braxton just you know tell us you know a little bit about yourself and uh kind of where, where you're from i am 13 years old and i am from wyandotte oklahoma okay and uh you know coming from that area over there you, i'm sure you you get your your share of hunting with um brandon and Tyler Compton, Lane Denny, Cheyenne, and all them guys. So, you, so you, you're right there in the mix of them. Oh yeah, about every hunt you go to. Yeah. Well, you know that that's probably a good thing on your your part to probably produce a, a good handler. You get to see get to see it all. Oh yeah, I teach you some things. That's for sure. Yeah. So before we get into to some of the stuff, how, how did you get involved in coon hunting? How, how, did you just get involved with it from your parent or somebody that was around you? How did you get involved? Well, it started about five years ago. My mom and dad got married. My dad's always coon hunted. He took me one night, and I was kind of hooked from then. But before that, my dad hunted about every night, and I was wondering why he just missed sleep to go chase dogs at night. Then I went and. I had a little different state of mind after that. I've been hooked ever since. Yeah, well, 
And I know you're you're definitely a good handler, hard hunter. I, I mean, you've drawn out several times together. We, we even drawn out here recently at the at the uh, zones in Palmyra, Missouri, together. And um, so I, I'm still haven't quite got over the hump of winning the cast when you're when you're there. You you either beat me or somebody else wins. So um, I, I've got to, I've still got to get you drawn out and, and get get past that point. Uh, yeah. So, um, you won the Missouri State um, Youth uh, Hunt this year. Won't you uh, tell us a little bit about that? And you were involved with the Traders Inc. deal up there, and and kind of kind of how that thing went. Well, Friday night was the Trader Inc. hunting. My dog early around tree, the only dog in the cast. It was pouring down rain. You probably couldn't see ten feet in front of you. And my dog, she don't hunt too good in rain. I treated coon right out of the truck for 200, then I went back twice and got scratched after that. So that was my hunt Friday night and Saturday. It was as nice as I'll get out. It's probably in the mid-70s, cool weather. It In the early round, it sprinkled. We went probably 20 minutes from the club and to some rolling hills. And that's kind of my dog's hunting because that's where I, that's my kind of hunt. I hunt at my house and all that. So. She was just kind of felt just like at home. We cut loose, and I get treated right-handed, and I got one, and we other boys tree after I tree. One dog was by itself. I had 175, and the other two dogs, they was t- together, so I'm leash-locked. And I have a cone. The other boy that had 175 had a cone, and the two dogs that was together had a big den. And that was pretty much the early round. Then late round in the final four of the state hunt, I, we cut loose. Chris Freiberger was judging us. It was a good cast. I ended up treating two cone and a den the nice tree through the country to be able to get lucky and win the hunt, double up one the third state youth hunt. Yeah, that's 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 definitely a, a great accomplishment there. And I and I failed to mention this but prior to that earlier in the year you also uh, got your dog qualified and went out to the toc is that correct yes sir how how did that go and, and you know we mentioned where you live over there and a lot of people are familiar with that area and and there's some 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 big time guys over there that that travel and hunt and, and are successful and of course you know cheyenne ronnie smith and them they're they're over there and they just had stogie win the pkc world and you know, Tyler Compton lives over there, and, you know, Jenna just won the UKC World. So how, how hunting around those guys prepare you to go out to a place like the TOC with all those dogs as a young person um, get you prepared to go out there and hunt? Well, to be honest, when I got up there to Greencastle, I kind of felt just like just at home because, hey, I got a bunch of big-name people, and I just looked at it as you're hunting with some of your buddies. Just pretty much took it as another thirty dollars hunt at Seneca, Missouri. Just pretty much out there to have fun, win, lose, or draw. Yeah, and it was Queen that you took out there, right? Yes, sir. So t- tell us a little bit about Queen. How old she is, and kind of kind of what she's alpha of, and and how long you've had her and, and been hunting her. Queen is a Queen is five years old. She turned five about two weeks ago. She's out of Joshua Slate's Ellie dog, then a 
dog called Moats Bandit out of Paul Husky, Oklahoma. Okay, and how long have you how long have you had Queen and been hunting her? I have probably had Queen two and a half, three years, somewhere around there. Yeah, and um, do you, do you know how much money you won with her in PKC? I think this past week, I think we talked like seventy eight hundred, close to there, in lifetime earnings. Yeah. Well, hey, that's that's pretty good, especially you know you're thirteen years old, so you're uh, you're paying your way. It sounds like to me to to go to some of these hunts. And uh, what some of the um, so we talked about the Missouri State Youth and the TOC, and you went out to the Youth Nationals this year. Is that right? I did go out to Youth Nationals. I didn't do no good, but the hunt I did do good was at the Youth World. I made the top 13 and made the semifinal and got beat on friday night yeah okay well tell us about that uh going out first tell us about the because this year was the first year for the national so what what was that experience uh like going out there and then let's talk about the youth world for youth nationals it being their first year i really liked it 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 being their first year yeah there's some more stuff you could work out but that's everything when it's the first time having it good hunt good people and that's pretty good hunting up there in kentucky and i went up there some buddies and i had a good time yeah i know you know chris and and some of those guys they really really you know try hard to to bring out the the greatest they can in every hunt and uh, i know that was a big deal for them so uh, i know it was a little bit hot i think if i remember right but uh sounds like everybody had a good time yeah, it was blazing hot up there. I think every night, it coldest it was was like lowest was probably nineties, ninety two. I think was the coldest night out there. It's blazing hot up there. Yeah, that's that's pretty warm to to turn a dog loose in for sure. So, um, is there anything between the nationals and the youth world that that you hunted in other than some local hunts around? Not really. I won the Oklahoma State hunt, and that's really all I've won besides the youth world. I made the semifinals and getting in the quarterfinals of the adult world. Okay, well, let's talk about the youth world and, and that um, that uh, the some of the cast leading up to getting you into that uh, the semifinals there. Well, why? Well, me and Trevendale, we went up there Thursday, and we drove up Thursday and got there. And early around, I treated the only coon in the cash for 200 right out of the truck, and then I treated in, and buddy of mine, he treated a den way through the country, and I, they all, the other two dogs treated in with him. We pulled off my den, and I was leash locked. Then late round, it was a good cast. I treated a coon. Right out of the truck, then a blue tick. Treed one, probably 150 yards from me. Then I went and covered the blue dog. Get lucky and tree in for a quarter. Then right before the hunt was up, a grill treed in way through the country. I could hear mine in there, but I didn't need a hunter tree, so I treed for 75 and just to be safe. And we get in there and had a cone, and that was my hunt. I laid around and I was lucky to get in on the first night. 
Hey guys, this is Jason over at the Coonhound Collective Podcast. Is your dog box starting to get war? Maybe it's starting to get a little crack like mine is. Maybe you've just been thinking about it's time to upgrade to a, to a new box, but you've asked your buddies and you're just not real sure what direction to go in. Well, let me help you out here. Go check my friends out at CZ Welding and Fabrication custom doll boxes and aluminum products on facebook you can check out all their custom work they do there and their designs that they do if you don't see something that you don't exactly like there reach out to nathan at 540-810-5439 540-810-5439 or send him a message through the facebook page I bet he can fix you up. Don't wait till fall to get that new dog box. Go ahead, get that dog box now. Get you uh, get you something looking good in the back of your truck that, that you can be proud of and that you can haul your dog around in comfort. Check my friends out at CZ Welding Fabrication. You won't go wrong. Dog boxes built by hunters for hunters. Get yours today. CZ Welding and Fabrication. Yeah, so you had an opportunity to... Uh, to, to rest up for a few days then and what was that I, I guess it was friday night is that that was the next time you hunted uh-uh no sir it was saturday i went pleasure hunting friday okay what about tell us about saturday night how that went saturday dog strike for 100 i strike for 75 and then the other two dogs strike for 50 and a quarter I treat a dog trees in for a hundred. I tree in for seventy five. Then another guy trees in for fifty. Then another guy trees in for a quarter. And the boy that treated in for a quarter is right handed. We get in there. The dog that treated for a hundred moved out of there. Then me and the boy is on a slick tree for the boy that treated for fifty and me treating for seventy five. And the boy was split right handed that treated for a quarter and. He had a cone and we was slick, so we got minus. Then we recut. That boy's dog that treated in for a hundred got in there and treated a big den. And then I blew through the country. I'm, I'm holding a hunter strike. Mine didn't mark till the other till the other boy pulled off his tree. So I'm holding a hunter strike and I cut loose and their dogs take off babbling. And, Mine, they end up getting treed and right before their time was over I ended up training for the quarter and that turbo dog that won the youth world beat me and had another cane and pretty much startled me yeah well you know at least at least you got beat and he, he was treeing coons and and sounds like y'all had a, had a pretty good cast and a pretty good hunt that night yeah it was a fun cast and you're some of my buddies that's the main thing as long as you have fun yeah that is that is the main thing so the following week you go out to the big world is that right yes sir so how, how did that go did you did, did you qual did you hunt in the um in the regional qualifiers or did you just go to salem i hunted we had the zones in one guy and i didn't do no good and i was out there for both of them all week and then the zones we had a hunt in both okay so how did you like the uh, regional qualifier thing i really liked it for like the people that's got to work and can't go up there till friday it makes it a lot easier on them and you can just go up there for a weekend and double up one night it makes it a lot easier you can just go to salem on friday i really liked it 
Yeah, yeah, I think it was a, a good thing, and um, maybe it's something they'll they'll keep going. I know uh, Josh Michaelis had had a lot to to do with that. It sounds like so. Uh, sounds like it it'll work out for everybody. So you didn't do any good in the regional qualifiers. What what happened? Uh, what what night did you go out to Salem? Did you go Monday night? Yes, sir. We stayed out there just for the youth world. We I was there from Thursday to all the way to that following Saturday. I was up there for, oh, I don't know, probably 10 or 11 days. And so Monday night, my dog looked good, just caught a couple bad breaks. And then Tuesday night, she just looked like absolute junk. And Wednesday night, I caught a break. And early around, we didn't treat no cone. And I treated two dens by myself and got lucky and won the cast. Then late Wednesday night, Boy trees a cone, but took a hundred minus for babbling. Then I treated a cone way in there and got lucky and win and double up Wednesday night to re- get to rest till f- Friday. Okay, so you double up on Wednesday, you rest uh, Thursday night, and then Friday night. Um, we was back in there. Who did you draw out with Friday night? Do you remember? Uh, it was me, J.R. Gray. Kevin Cable and Jared Wan. Well, you didn't you didn't draw a slouch uh, cast that night. No sir. Yep. So uh, t- tell us tell us about that cast, kind of kind of how how that went. We cut loose and Jr. strikes for a hundred. Kevin strikes for seventy five. Not strike for fifty. Then the boys struck for the Jared guy struck for a quarter. I treat my dog in there. You can tell she's in a hole. And I've had her for three years, and she ain't ever been big on treating holes, so I don't know if she's going to stay or not. I let her treat for a little bit. I treat her, and we go to start walking in there to her, and we notice she's moving left-handed, so I get minus Larry. Then Kevin Cable treats his bit dog in by himself. We score him. He has a cone. Then JR treats his dog. He has a cone. Then... Again, I'm treated left-handed. Again, in another hole, we go score me. I have, I'm in a big old hole. I didn't really shine it. It's one of those deals. Just look in it for a minute. You don't see nothing go on because you need to get recut. Then Jr. and the Jared guy and Cable, they all treat Cable's, and they're probably another three quarters of a mile from where Jr. and them treat. And we just scored them out of order. And Jr. had a cone and. That boy was, that Jared's dog was with JR, then Cable had a cone, and we call timeout and go to a different spot, and Jared strikes for 100, and Cable for 75, JR for 50, and me for a quarter, and oh, Cable gets treed, then JR trees, then the Jared guy trees, and JR has a cone, and Jared, and Cable has big dens, and I never made a tree after that. Okay. And Jr. So Jr. won the cash, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So, um, we we've talked about some of the guys that you hunt around and hunt with, and you know some of these casts and these people you're drawing out with. You know, Kevin Cable, Jr. Gray, some of these guys that that's been around and won. Um, if there's somebody else out there your age, I mean, that that could be intimidating even for, you know, somebody my age to draw out with, with that. What What's the, some advice you would give 
somebody you know around your your age or younger that's that's giving this a try for the first time and you know maybe their their nerves are on edge from drawing out with people like that are you tired of whipping scolding and shocking to make them get alone is your buddy tired of helping you set your dog up for correction night after night do you really want your dog to be alone because you forced him to be or would you rather him be alone because he wants to be? Grand Knight Champion Small Town Lone Survivor is the product of over 25 years of strong natural-born independent traits. This bold trait has been passed down from generation to generation and is showing up in Loner offspring today. Loner is a direct son of Hall of Fame Grand Knight Champion Cabin Creek Rowdy and Grand Knight Champion Lonesome Dove Lori. Loner has a booming mouth that is talked about in every cast he has been in, including the 2021 World Hunt Finals. Loner is a no-reverse, ball-mouth-open trailer who ends it plussed up with a huge dying locate and steady chop. Loner loves getting split and is a stay-put gun-pressure tree dog. Loner's intelligence is also impressive. He knows over 12 voice and hand signal commands, Loner has a character that loves like Jesus, but he doesn't walk on water. If you're interested in breeding to Loner, contact Brett Stevens at Small Town English Kennels at 417-300-3777 or find him on Facebook. If you're interested in running a stud ad for your dog here on the Coonhound Collective podcast, reach out to us at thecoonhoundcollective at gmail.com. Send us a message through Facebook or Instagram, and we'll be glad to get with you to get you an ad built and get you pricing on all of our ads. I think the best thing to do is like go to like a local club hunt to you or go to hunting. Normally, you're drawing out with a bunch of your buddies and just go out there and get, have a good time and hunt in a couple of those till you get warmed up. And, that's pretty much how I did it. Just go to your local clubs and hunt in them, and you're hunting with your buddies. It ain't no big deal. And do that until you feel like you're ready, and adventure off somewhere. Yeah. So, do you do you remember what the the first venture off other than local hunts uh, that you went to is, or was? It was the. Uh, if I remember correct, it was the actually the youth world. Okay, so the first 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 one you traveled to was the youth world, and that would have been uh, last and year, last year, or year before. It actually been four you no three years ago. Three years ago, okay. So you were about ten then, I guess, whenever you went. Yes, sir. I think I was ten, working on eleven. I was a little bitty then. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what, what, uh, obviously you're, uh, you're out running the roads, uh, every time I, I, I go somewhere or, or next thing I know, I see Braxton on Facebook and he's here, there and everywhere. And so obviously it sounds like to me, you're, you're chasing, uh, you know, maybe winning a world title, uh, at some point here. Is there any other goals that you, that you have, um, set for yourself in the coon hunting world? I would like to, my main goal is to win the truck hunt in PKC. Okay. So, um, 
you got a you got a ticket? Yes, sir. I got one in May of last year. Okay, so I guess it's on Queen. Yes, sir. Because you have uh, reason why I say that, and and I apologize because you have another dog that you hunt from time to time too called Savannah. Is that right? Yeah, me and my dad we did some trading, so that's mainly his dog now. I just kind of hunt her, and I don't have a dog to hunt her. I hunt her up for him, or just pretty much, he's good to me. And if I don't have a dog, I can he normally lets me hunt her. Yeah. Okay. So you and Queen going to go try to win win you a pickup truck? Hoping so. Yeah. So, um, do you have any advice for what you do to prepare before you leave the house to to go to these big hunts for for people your age? Like, what what are you doing? You know, with your dog. Wise, are you just going out and you're just pleasure hunting, or, or is there cer- certain routines you go through right before you go? The main thing I do, I just pretty much, I like, before I'm going to a big hunt, I just like mainly hunting by myself, just me and the dog. I'm taking to the hunt and hunting two or three drops a night and just getting them exercised and getting them ready and doing our homework, and hopefully we have one on our mind. Yeah, well, and that's what that's what it takes. you got to get got to get you and the dog prepared and you know, obviously, uh, you, you do that, and and I know you got a good good support group there with your dad and, and some of the guys that, that that are over there around you, and that's that's what it takes to to really help you and help you move along and and get better at it. So, uh, did did we miss anything that as far as what you've what you've won or um, that you the hunts that you've been to? Because I think that was it. Did you? You haven't made it past the zones yet, have you, in the UKC? No, sir. Okay. So, uh, PKC World, Youth PKC World, uh, TOC, and then I, I know you hunt quite a bit of PKC hunts locally here because, like I said, I get to draw you quite a bit. and um, But uh, you, uh, you got anything else you can think of we need to add to this? The main thing is I just like to thank all the people around me that lets me do what I love, and especially my parents for calling me to all these times and always being there for me. Yeah. Well, like I said, it it that's important, and I don't it don't matter if you're 13 or you know 45, 55. It it takes people around you to to help you uh, be able to be successful at this, especially if you're going to hit the road and push up and down the road. Uh, you, you need that support group around you for sure. And, and I, and I know just from being around you that you're, you're a good kid and the, uh, the people you got around you are good people and, and they, they think, think the world of you for sure. I wish you the best of luck here in the, in the future. And, and I know, I know I'll be seeing you at some hunts and, um, up and down the road somewhere and if you don't have anything else i think i think we pretty much covered everything and i was glad that we was able to get back connected together and and get this done even though it was over the telephone our other one was in person and whatever happened i I don't know but like i said i got home my sd card was empty so um this one is recording i'm looking at the i've been looking at the monitor the whole time we've been talking to make sure so um we'll we'll get this one edited and get it out and uh share it with the people well, that'll work. Thanks for letting me be on the podcast. Yep, no problem, Braxton. You have a have a good evening. Go go tree some coons for us. I'll try to. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Yeah.
Thanks, guys, for listening to the Coonhound Collective Podcast today. We really appreciate you taking your time out of your day to listen to the podcast. If you don't mind, head over to Facebook and give us a like, and head over to Instagram and give us a follow. It's both at The Coonhound Collective. Also, if you would like to reach us here at The Coonhound Collective, you can reach us at thecoonhoundcollective at gmail.com. If there's someone that you would like to hear on the podcast or a product that you would like to hear talked about, please send it to thecoonhoundcollective at gmail.com. Thanks again. Have a great day.